Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversations this week, and we are looking at Mark chapter 7. Uh, and before this, in chapter 6, uh, Jesus is going around. Uh, he's fed the 5,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are getting healed. They're even just wanting to reach out and just touch the fringe of his garment. And that's mm-hmm. all they think they, they need. Uh, and that finds us a place where Jesus and his disciples are, are having a meal, and gathered around them are the Pharisees, that they had come from Jerusalem. Uh, just kind of the health inspection crew, I guess, <laughs> just to see uh, what was going on, what they could, could find wrong. And that's where our scripture picks up. I'm going to read verses uh, 1 through 8, and then Corey's going to pick up from there, and then Kelly. Again, this is Mark chapter 7. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who come from Jerusalem gathered around him, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders, and do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, bronze kettles, And so the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites. As it is written, The people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far away. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. And picking up at verse 14, Then Jesus called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. And I'm picking up in verse 21. It's from the inside, from the human heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual sin, theft, murder, adultery, greed, evil action, deceit, unrestrained immorality, evil insults, arrogance, and foolishness. All these things come from the inside and contaminate a person in God's sight. So pretty strong teaching from Jesus, but of course he's kind of surrounded by these Pharisees and scribes, these who uh, set themselves apart by following all these different uh, laws and and customs, uh, and many of them uh, were meant for the temple and not just for everyday life, as we see uh, Jesus' disciples eating. Um, but these strong words that it's it's not what comes um, from the outside that devours us, mm-hmm. uh, but what comes from within, from the heart, from yeah. the heart. Uh, so, what are some of your your thoughts about? 
This almost reminds me of that moment in the book of Acts when Peter is taking a little snooze and he has the vision of all the uh, bacon and shellfish and <laughs> other things that he is not allowed to have under mm -hmm. uh, kosher laws. And in this vision, he hears God say to him, you know, don't let, don't let what other people have called, have called unclean, you know, deter you from what I have called, called clean and good. And I, I don't know, it just kind of reminds me of that moment. It's what's on the inside that defiles you, not um, what come, what is performed by you or what is mm -hmm. uh, taken in by you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and now sitting here, Charles, with your books behind us, it's like, don't judge a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's a bit of that, that um, it's, we often look at the outside. It's that sense of when God was choosing, or, you know, when Samuel the prophet went to find the king, new king of Israel, and he finds David, the young boy who wasn't counted for anything. And there's that statement that people look at the outside, but God always looks at the heart. Mm -hmm. So there's something about what's on the inside that really matters. Right. Well, almost kind of the opposite of that, but in the same vein, I guess, sitting mm -hmm. here in front of all these books, I'm kind of reminded, it doesn't matter what's on the outside. God does not care all of the wonderful books that we've read and the degrees we've gotten and the mm -hmm. grades we earned Amen. reading them, but uh, <laughs> what's on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. It's who you are. Yeah. It matters. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, um, and in this moment, you know, we talked a little bit that, that in some ways that we uh, kind of feel for the Pharisees a little bit, that, that this was kind of how they were, were brought up and mm -hmm. the scribes. And, um, and it was kind of their job to let everybody know, you know, that, that Israel, that the nation um, was, was different from others. Yeah. That they were part of God. So uh, this is kind of the way they, they set about doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we see that it was kind of about... Uh, control, which we see and know that religion uh, is a lot about control, but uh, but but faith and God's grace uh, is really about acceptance yeah. and and building a a covenant. Um, you know, rarely does it exclude; it mm -hmm. really brings people together right. and includes. Yeah, um, yeah that is so interesting to me. We, the three of us are really into personality typing and. Uh, mm -hmm. gifts assessments and things like that and that is just so beautiful and lovely coming from your personality type and I totally see that and at the same time I see these Pharisees and I have so much empathy for them mm -hmm. because I am type A um, go with the flow is not a word I would use ever to describe myself and so when I see these Pharisees <laughs> uh, behaving in this way I think to myself well they're rule followers. They just like to put some structure in place. They're trying to help everybody else follow God and love their neighbor efficiently and expediently <laughs> yeah. and uh, with some good, healthy boundaries and structure in place. Right. And talking with their hands. And like they're the, really talking with their hands <laughs> while the they do across. it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I always... Anytime we read about the Pharisees, I have such like a, a heart torn into because on the one hand, I love the structure that they love. And on the other hand, I also know that the gospel of Jesus is always people over policy. Mm. You know, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, so that I, was not really very much helpful. No, it's good. <laughs> I, I was telling Charles, we, uh, I, and you, we, before we started talking, we had Amy Jill Levine here a few years mm -hmm. ago, and she's from Vanderbilt. She's she's um, Jewish and fabulous, and lots of our Sunday school people love reading her book. She's wonderful. But she talked about how the Pharisees would have made such good neighbors. You know, they, they, they were the kind of people that would have cut their grass and followed all the neighborhood rules. They love and, a homeowner's association. Yes, these yeah. are yes. wonderful kind of people like yeah. that. Um, but my goodness, um, when they, this group of Pharisees that Jesus encounters, they're coming from the temple in Jerusalem where you had certain ways to do everything. And mm -hmm. they hear all these good things about Jesus and they show up and go, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. your disciples aren't washing their hands and they're not doing these. They're not following that rule and this rule. And mm -hmm. um, they're good people, but my goodness, they're upset by yeah. the rules that aren't being followed. And it's such a study too, I think, in, yeah. in human nature in that you know, if we go looking for something that's wrong or different, we're going to find it. Oh, I mean, yeah. Wherever Good point. we are, uh, whatever location we're in, whatever people we're with. Yes. Um, and it's almost like you get the feeling that they came down just to, to find find something mm -hmm. um, there. Um, but again, it's just so much, I think as we both said, all three have said, that it's just so much human nature involved yeah. to... Yeah, Patrick has this funny saying, and I think he probably learned it from a wise professor, but he always says, um, be wary of people who always find what they're looking for, um, and not just like the lost keys, but in, in a bigger, maybe <laughs> more mm -hmm. prophetic way. I think that's kind of what we're seeing here. We find, see a group of people who are mm -hmm. looking for Jesus and the disciples to step out of line, and lo and behold, they find it. They find a group of people who have not washed their hands before they eat, and uh, they're, the disciples are going to hear about it. A few minutes ago, we were we were talking before this, and oh God, Corey, what did you say? It's like a like a trap. Yeah, I think the word gathering in this place is like the same word that when you gather fish in a net. Uh -huh. It's like mm -hmm. a, it's like a not just a meeting of hey, let's just hang out and talk. It's a come, <laughs> yes, yeah. come, let's meet in the office and right. <laughs> let's right. we need to have a sit down. Right. You know that kind of <laughs> moment, well, it, right? Yeah. And part of catching fish in a net um, many times is just having the net just kind of silently go around them without them. That's noticing, good, realizing. Good point. So, yeah. Bless um, So yeah, and I, and I think that can, mm -hmm. I think that can happen um, both, you know, to us and of course sometimes we can yeah. do that ourselves when we are looking for those those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that somebody's saying wrong or doing wrong or just mm -hmm. in our own eyes just don't measure up somehow. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, the part that really catches me, or <laughs> no pun intended, mm -hmm. um, the part that um, when, when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he gets to that line in verse, you know, that they ask why your disciples are not living by these mm -hmm. rules, the traditions. And then Jesus says, this people, quoting Isaiah, honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And to me... Um, that is a that is a that's a strong statement towards us religious people yeah. and this religious person, how we can honor God with the things we say, but mm -hmm. our hearts may not be mm -hmm. always aligned with mm -hmm. words, actions, heart, and it's not just our lips, but it could be 
we honor God by, you know, lots of things. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, Kelly, the books we read or the mm-hmm. degrees we have mm-hmm. or we do all these um, check-in-the-box things that we say, well, that's just so holy and wonderful and pat ourselves on the yeah. back. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I know y'all are tired of me talking about social media every week, but it just feels like um, such a great example for so many things. It is so easy now to live that performative lifestyle where we can honor God with what we post on Twitter or yeah. the type of content we consume on Facebook or TikTok or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but the way we live our lives is hollow and devoid of any sort of faithfulness. And I think that, yeah, it's not even just how we live our lives, like with our lips, but it's the way we perform in a way. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing that we were talking earlier about the things that the hypocritical things yeah. yes. where we met wear masks kind of that greek word mm-hmm. but the um the things that turn people off the most about followers of jesus mm-hmm. when we say one thing and we do another mm-hmm. and it shows up yeah. on social media it shows up in our words it shows up in you know our values uh the, the way we might even um label some sins as well that's not that bad yeah <laughs> Well, yeah. we, we all have our own ranking. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's so many things. What I do is not nearly as bad as what right. I Right, yeah. yeah. Did you hear about her? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. At least I. <laughs> that at least I gets us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, good. And um, and I had an experience this morning I was sharing with y'all, but yeah. uh, oh, but I, um, I needed somebody to, to come and wash windows at my house. Uh, I live on a hill, pretty bad slope, and so... I, so some of them I just can't get to no matter what. So uh, had somebody come out and, um, and give an estimate, uh, and they called me earlier today to say they would be there tomorrow, um, and they told me the time they'd be there, um, and I said, well, great. And I was just and I was just thinking, well, you know, I guess it really doesn't matter if I'm there or not. Yeah. Uh, and then they said, oh, well, we won't just be washing the outside; we'll be washing the inside of your windows as well. So you do need to be there. Um, and it just dawned on me this the scripture how I was just thinking just as long as the outside's clean, yeah, it would yeah. be okay as long as the appearance was right, right, was fine. Um, but it was the inside that really makes a difference in manner. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just think of um, you know that, that song creating me a clean heart mm-hmm. of God yeah. and renew a right spirit within me. Um, that's just not just the back to school clothes. It's not just the, the outward things or being seen yeah. in the right places. Um, but what's really going on on the inside? Are we really trusting God? Are we really yeah. um, living a, a life of, of grace? Um, or are we just trying to do it on our own? That's really good. Mm. That's a great image to think about when we think about our, our lives. And I love the way the translation you had, Kelly. Mm-hmm. What's the, how, does it, how does verse 23 go? How does it sound? All these, thing, all these evil things come from the inside and contaminate a person in God's sight. So the idea mm-hmm. of not only just, well, more so than worrying about the outside is get the inside. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I mean, that kind of grace you're saved through faith. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, who wants to pray? pray. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thought. of us needs to pray now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, just kind of lost in wonder, love, and praise with these thoughts. Right. This is really good stuff. Well, that's mm. a good place to be lost, and yes. I will be happy to pray for Wonderful. us. Mm. 
Holy God, we give you thanks for another new day, for a gift, for the gift of gathering around your word. We ask that you would help us this day, that you would um, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.